Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. In an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. You got to hire the right lawyer. You're going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team. They are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you personally. Right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdavidgetpaid.com. I really don't see how UW wins. I don't. I think this is a horrific matchup for them. But Rico has been right about them all year. He has watched them all year. I've been wrong about them all year. I just called them uh, the college version of the Minnesota Vikings of last year to Rico Allfair. But let's do it. Um, but I want to run parallel path because two things are, are in play here. One is the national title tonight. I just, is there any doubt? Like what Michigan fans calling this radio station going, you know, guys, I'm kind of concerned. Um, the other stuff we'll save for tomorrow. I made that deal with you. Uh, but the Lions stuff is simple. You gambled and you lost. And I'm not, I can't say it was the wrong move to play the starters because I was fine with it going in. The loss of Sam Laporta, I think, is a major major concern for this weekend and the fact that while you played your starters Nick Mullins just did it again I mean you've watched Nick Mullins twice in three weeks go for 40 yards well what the hell you think Stafford with Nakua and Cup and company are going to do to you so yeah I don't think it's gonna be easy and if you're gonna win it's probably gonna be a shootout and if that's the case, you better hold on to your ass because it's going to get scary. Uh, so both things are in play. David, do you want to uh, give us some ticket text before we get to the callers? Sure can. Rams defense is not very good, so we should be able to win without Laporta. Really? Is yours? <laughs> like, uh, what, can, David, let me ask you a question. Do you just read the stupid people's texts or are these somehow like filtered? No, they're filtered. Of course they're filtered. Okay, well, then people need to be smarter. I Oh, yeah. Well, their defense... Here's an idea. You don't get to talk about other people's defenses when you, you just let Nick Mullins go to the Hall of Fame twice in the last three weeks. Sweet mercy. <laughs> the passing game might be okay, but his presence in the run game is unmatched. The run game struggled after Laporta left. Corey and Westland. Mm. Mike is forgetting we still have Dan Skipper. We don't need Laporta. You're right. Whatever was I thinking. Let's go to the people, see what they have to say on both topics that are in play. Uh, let's go to Bernard971. Hi, Bernard. Hey, what's up, fellas? How are hey. you, sir? Good, Jay. I need a double chair pull. First of all, you know, uh, the... the uh, undermining of, of the Lions, you know, just flat out losing. We watched them all year. And then the, the, the remark about making something happen for Stafford 
doing something big for him when he comes here. I mean, that, that, that deserves a double chair pull, period. Uh, here's the deal with <laughs> I got you. Here's the deal, yeah, here's the deal with LaPorta. Major injury, but this is an opportunity for uh, Mitchell, People's Jones, and other people that, that uh, the Rams have not seen all year that can come in and make some things happen. I'm sure Dan Campbell, uh, Ben Johnson, I'm sure they, these guys got something up their sleeve. And we got to believe, you know, we got to believe and trust. You know, uh, with that style of offense, with the magnitude of that offense, um, golf leading hell, but you also got, you know, a, a pro bowler, regardless to what the hell they say, we got a pro bowler in Amarah, you know, uh, uh, and you got a hell of a running game with Gibbs and Montgomery in the back, man. That's, you know, it's, it's kind of, as well as the offensive line. Let's not get the, you know, forget the cohesiveness of that entire unit. It's, it's, I, I have to say it. It's not Laporta. It's the offensive line. They Listen, the O-line, the O-line is the biggest factor, right? If all five guys are healthy, you're going to have a good O-line. But Laporta's role in the running game, it's big. Laporta's role on damn near every third down, on those hard first down play actions out of base personnel, all of that's gone. You don't get to split him out on third and six and get the first down. You don't get the hard play action with a deep post for 24 yards. It's gone. It matters. And sure, you'll have Amon Ra catch a few passes. But outside Amon Ra, who is your second biggest weapon? The guy your quarterback trusts most. And the guy who, let's face it, Rico, while Amon Ra is getting double teamed and bracketed, Sam Laporta oftentimes can be crafted into man-on-man situations. Well, if that's gone, who do I have? Who the hell are the other tight ends? Brock Wright's hurt. Uh, what's 84, 82, the one who dropped the pass, the two-point hey, conversion? Don't care. Right. Bob Mitchell, don't care. Don't care. That's his name. Don't care. D-care. <laughs> they don't have another tight end. No. So, yeah, I, I just, guys, it's a loss, and it's okay to say it. And I guess if you were favored by seven and a half or eight, I'd feel a little better. You're not. You've been installed as a field goal favorite. You're at home. That means they're telling you you're the same team as the Rams. That's not a vote of confidence. I'm nervous. But I'm not going to rip Campbell for playing him because I advocated for it on the way in. I don't get to do that. Rico has every right to. He said play no one. And if you had to do it again, you would still play them all. Yeah. Even knowing what you know. Yeah, because I just feel like it's too tied up in who he is. I just don't. Like, I think if you're the one seed and you get the bye week. See, that's you, it. I just think that it would have been okay for him to say, guys, we got bigger fish to fry. This game, no. But the week after, I need everybody healthy when, whether it's Green Bay or it's the Rams coming in here to Ford Field, I want all hands on deck. Yes. You don't have that now. But, you, hey, congratulations. You beat the Vikings. Yes. I know. Listen, I know. I told you Friday I wasn't going to be able to prove it to you. Let's go to Aaron, 97.1. What's up, Aaron? Aaron. Aaron? 
Aaron's gone. I don't know what to tell you. Aaron, you there? I hear Aaron bumping around. You know what? I'll put him on hold. I'll be nice. Okay. That was going to be our first Michigan caller today. Oh, okay. Kenny, check to see if Aaron's okay. I feel like he fell out of his chair or something. We heard a loud bang, and I, I dropped his phone. Make sure he's there. We'll go to, uh, let's go to, who the hell's next? Oh, here we go. It's Nick, 97.1. Hi, Nick. How you doing, bud? Hey, fellas. Um, I, I, I guess I don't really agree with Rico that it was a meaningless game. I understand that a lot had to happen, but it, it was early in the 4 o'clock slate that there looked like there was not a chance that commanders and your G-men could pull it off. You know? So I think either way, Laporta was playing, you know, like, I don't think the reason I originally called in is because I don't think this is your Dan Gamble thing that you were talking about, really. Um, like, where was the real gamble with playing him? I guess is my question and why I called in originally. I, I don't think this was like a Dan Gamble thing really at all. I guess, you know, in terms of playing him. Right. I mean, that was, you know, originally what I called in and, and with the Dan Gamble thing, I think that's who he is. So you can't separate Dan Campbell and Dan Gamble. It's one cohesive body. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's really overall what I was thinking. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, Nick. And yeah, for about uh, 30 minutes, it looked like, oh my God, they can get to 2C. If it were just one team, like if, if you only needed Dallas to lose, I would say, yeah, go ahead and play. But the odds that Dallas were going to lose and Philly were going to lose were just not in your favor enough that I feel to risk losing a player for a 5% chance, 5-10% chance of getting the 2C. It wasn't worth yeah, it. I'm, if I'm it was 50-50, I could no, Nick, yeah. I would say, yeah, you know what? That's worth the shot. Yeah, and yeah, that's fine. I, I think luckily, you know, the report Campbell gave today, about, you know, I don't know, half an hour ago, it looks like Brock Wright's practicing, outside shot Laporta plays. Um, so I'm not, you know, super worried about it. I think this offense played most of last year without a Pro Bowl caliber tight end, and I know it was last year, but I, I don't think it just automatically handicuffs Goff. I think he's got a good shot with the running game. Jameson Williams is going to come back. Josh Reynolds, you know, and, and Brock Wright and Monra. I, I think there's a way that Ben can make this offense pretty special okay, even but, without him. But hold on, just to be fair, I didn't say it's impossible. But having concern about something no, no, is, is yeah, fair. I, yeah. And I agree. It definitely hinders them if he doesn't play. He's, like you said, option two, option three, maybe. Um, I, 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 Me, personally, maybe I'm delusional because it's the first one in 30 years. But No, no, no. Uh, be excited. They got a good shot. Believe me. Uh, yeah. Nick, I do not want to be here doing shows if they lose that game. Trust me. I want them to win. I'm the one who's been saying they're going to win a playoff game since before I knew who they were playing. Losing Laporta is right up there. Outside of losing Goff. I can't wait to just see you and Kenny hanging out, man. That's going to be fun. That's worth the price of admission. Well, you're not going to see it. Why not? Well, Kenny's being dropped off, and uh, I'm not going to associate with him in public. He's going to be 14 beers deep. Oh, I want no part of that. At the beginning of the season, it was Kenny. We're getting tuxes. I said I'm getting you there. Why don't you want to hang out, Mike? Let's go. Are you going to control yourself? No. I, I will oh, control. No, no, no. I want to remember this. Slick back hair Kenny at Ford Field. Oh, he'll control himself. He's a, he's in the best. You have never seen Kenny in that good of a mood. Ever. Oh, I promise you. Those are the good days, you know? Well, it's also a side effect of not being here.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. God. Wow. All right. It's I would say it was it's that mascot real, morning. So that, I mean, are you kidding me? That that wasn't made up, right? That that really happened. That was real. Yeah. I got nothing for you. Okay. <laughs> David, are you ready to put on a helmet and go? Let's go! We're taking it to the White House. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, like what? On earth, why like why would you say yes to that? Why why would you say yes to me? Hold on. Raise your hand if you could ever see me hosting a pep rally as states in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> I want that intensity. I don't have I it. I want no, that when, intensity. When the final four was here and Michigan State was in it, I was looking for you. Yeah, <laughs> you must have missed me. And then we're taking it to Detroit. And Kayla Lucas is going to hit you in the face. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you ever wanted to hear what a cult sounds like? You just got the audio. Wow. Only thing missing there was some Kool-Aid. Holy mercy. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. John was a little fired up. That You know what? They knew what they were doing when they got him. They, yeah. Wow. Ooh-wee. <laughs> Hopefully they had some. Some sheets down on the floor and maybe some wet wipes. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm with you, John. I'm with you, John. Go no, blue. No, you're not, because I saw your face while you were playing it. <laughs> go Don't... blue. Yeah, there you go. That was some good bread right there. <laughs> Pass the Kool-Aid. Holy mercy. Okay. <laughs> Shall we go to the people? Let's go to the people. Okay. <laughs> yeah! Uh. Okay, Emil. Who's Dougie? Um, 
I'll leave that alone. <laughs> Emil, how are you? I'm all right. How y'all doing? Good. Good. What's going on? Man, not much, man. I just know it's a whole lot of blue in Michigan uh, right now. Well, there should be. <laughs> You're playing Lulu tonight. Or, you know. <laughs> but uh, I basically want to speak on the Lions deal with Sam Laporta. You know, I feel like we all feel like that was a big loss. You know, like ain't nobody really hiding it. Uh, I think the only ones that had something good to say about the situation was the sports commentators saying Dan Campbell got to play somebody. You, you get what I'm saying? But uh, I basically feel like, you know, the Lions, we going to go into this playoff game and we still going to be ready to kick the door. You know, like we uh been waiting for this opportunity a long time. It's a lot of people that's on the uh, – a lot of players that's on the Lions staff right now that – haven't really uh, had time with golf. So, I mean, not with golf, with uh, Stafford. So, it's like it's no personal feelings on the field. You know, like they're just going out there to play football and they're going out there to win for the city of Detroit. You know, like, and I feel like win or lose, you know, like uh, Detroit, you know, we came far. And I don't feel like, and I feel like a lot of people Mm. shouldn't feel bad, you know, like win or lose. You know, we came very far. Like, don't Yeah, but here's – Emil, here's the deal. If you cannot go out and lose Sunday night. I mean oh, – We I, don't want to. Oh, most definitely. That's I not appreciate the, the sentiment. Way. That's why I gamble – I mean – But I ain't going to be selling positivity if they lose. <laughs> yeah, they're – Emil, I know we're not used to having home playoff games. Lord knows you haven't had one in 30 years. If you go out and lose to the Rams, all good vibes are out, at least for me. You guys can do whatever you want. It's like Michigan fans. No, feel however you want. You ain't going to tell me how to feel. No, because all of a sudden reality will kick in. You may lose one or both your coordinators. I sent you next year's schedule, and though we don't know what the teams are. Oh, and just wait. Just wait, because you know who. It's going to be like free agency when the coaches show up at the player's house at midnight. You know who's coming. Where, where is this goofball? Just wait. Cookies 2K24. He'll be on Goff's front lawn. And I don't want to do those shows. <laughs> so, yeah, if losing, not a really an option. Losing Laporta makes this so difficult, especially going out there and watching this secondary get torched for over 600 yards from three different, well, two receivers torched you for 600 yards last three games. Let's go to Jackson, 97-1. What's up, Jackson? Hey, Mike, how are you doing? Good. What's going on? Hey, not much. Uh, I was going to say, Rico kind of stole my talking point because just talking about the analytics, you know, it really didn't make much sense to play the starters. I mean, so we're going to put our faith in a 4-12 and commanders team and Tommy Cutlets. I mean, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> so all the risk injury, I mean. Well, I mean, half of that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? I, I, gee, I wonder. No, I, Jackson, yeah. you're right. Sorry, okay. No, it's okay. And understand, I knew Friday if someone got hurt, I'll stand here and own it. Like, I wanted them to play because this is who this guy is. You don't get some of them, you're getting all of them. And you're just going to have to get comfortable with it. Now, I understand the Laporta thing makes it look incredibly stupid. But I, he's not going to change, Jackson. This is what he is. It's what, he, it's what he's built on. Right. No, I agree 100%. I like it. I like it more so during games. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he, he just can't say, oh, I'm going to hide behind analytics. It kind of feels like a crutch right now. I know you kind of mentioned that last week. Yeah, and, and look, I mean, we're going to get all the answers we need. How does he approach the game against the Rams? Because if you're going for it at midfield in week 13, 
but you're not doing it in the wild card round. You're telling me you're not authentic. If you believe, right, it's like the scene in Moneyball. We're going to take this the whole way. You you have analytics. You, he's got to believe. Yeah. Right. No, you're 100% right. I, I was stumbling upon your old videos because sometimes I, I like listening to your old rants. They're kind of funny. <laughs> Uh-oh. And uh, I remember stumbling on one in 2017. The Lions played the Steelers. And Jim Bob Cooter, I think one time he, down by the goal line, he one time he went for it. And the other time he kicked the field goal out. Like this was a while ago. I don't know if you remember it. I do not, but okay. You, but yeah, you railed on him for, you know, kicking it one time, going for it the other time, just because you get about 25% of the points that you could have got, if that makes sense. Right. You have to decide, you know, the other thing is, am I a huge all underdog? All, yeah. Right. Like you have to look at it and look, this is the problem with analytics, Jackson. And, and I understand they don't factor in the matchups. They don't factor in injuries. They don't factor in weather, and they don't factor in game script. Now, if you're a huge underdog, like if the Steelers go out and lose their mind as 10-point underdogs going crazy and going for it, I'll have a greater understanding than I will say if Rico's team did it as a team clearly better than whoever they're playing in the second round. I think you have to look at how the game goes. Now, look, if, if, if the Lions feel, let's say this is a shootout, Let's say the first two Rams drives, Stafford, seven plays, 68 yards, eight plays, 82 yards. So it's the Chargers game. It's, hey, now all of a sudden it's going to change the way I think that a field goal is not going to get it done. Yep. But what I'm saying is if Dan Gamble becomes a completely different coach in the playoffs, that would bother me. See, but. Nope. I said I was going to move past that. What? That's what bothered me in the Dallas game is every. Because every point mattered. In the Chargers game, yeah, field goals are going to get you beat. But in the Dallas game, get every point that you can because, you know, first one to 24 points may win this thing. That's what bothered me by just play the – go out there, be smart about it. Well, there's also a point where certain situations don't warrant going for it. I mean, I'm sorry, but fourth and goal from the seven, I'm kicking a field goal. Unless – we're late stages, fourth quarter, and I got to have it. That's right. Just right. You absolutely sense. have to have it or the game is over. All right, coming up on nine minutes, Rico's National Championship Eve. The night, the big game, Rico's got a full blitz presentation, point, counterpoint. David and I get to play judge, jury, and executioner. All right? David. And executioner. <laughs> you know, we added the last part. <laughs> All right, you want to get to the people? Let's get to the people. All right, I have been told Aaron is back, Kenny. I want to make sure we circle back. I knew he was somewhere in the background there. Aaron, are you with us? A.A. Ron. I'm with us, guys. A.A. Ron Ron. here. What's up? (laughs) Hey, guys. You know, it's the the new year, and I I I want to help people. So I'm going to try to help you guys. Mm. Because you guys over the years have slowly turned into, like, the the Feinbaum or the Alex Jones – of the news outlet. So like today I, I was hoping for like, you guys got to have a wealth of knowledge on X's and O's, but all you guys want to talk about is how much you hate Michigan and how you want to just keep the whole shtick is about the narrative of how much you hate them. They're cheaters. They're trash. Well, I and mean, that's so it's like, it, it's all true, but yes. What, well, I may see right there. So you guys are, you know, you guys are like, do you, want me, guy, do you want me to Fox explain News. it to you? Do you want me to explain it to you? We can. I'll have a nice convo. Well, no, let's, do, let's, just, let's just be equitable. 
Let's talk about the, you know, let's what's let's equitable. Talk about Here, here's what's equitable. Parties, Let me explain it to you. You can tell me sure. I disagree, and that's fine. Like, I'm, Aaron, like I'm a five year old, please. No, I'm Aaron. I'm not being insulting. I'm being straight with you. No, I know. If I go on the air right? and I do this hardcore breakdown of a football game, and we get nerdy about X's and O's, that's bad for my business. <laughs> Okay, Uh, it it, it just is, Aaron, the amount of people that are actually willing to listen to that is very low. No, but Aaron, I will say this. If you want to hear the nerdy geeked out stuff, you can listen to our pods because we get into those types of things. Do you? Okay. Yes. No. And again, Aaron, Aaron, I did one segment before the Rose Bowl and I got nerdy. I broke it down because we were in the holidays and I said, here's the deal, guys. I think Michigan's going to win. Here's why. And I gave you everything. I gave you why Milrow can't process short to intermediate. I gave you why he's loose with the football when he carries it. I gave you how little I thought of Bama's O-line. But if you it, listen, the one thing I am, I only speak for myself. You can go after Rico if you like. I'm authentic. I don't know you, Aaron. I'm saying as a school, as a football program, no, I don't like it. And I don't have respect for your coach or the way he's operated. I don't have to. I mean, you're a good football Very team. Obvious. Yeah, but I, I just I don't have to. Have what you about like the players? But Aaron, Aaron, have I you like the players. Houston Astros? Well, you mean the players who benefited from the cheating? No, Aaron, I don't want to hear from a group know, of eighteen like to twenty year olds. That, the players that aren't like engaged in sexual misconduct, and the ones that aren't like now. Hold on, where know, did that come from? Getting in bar fights and getting getting pulled out of the what's that? I said, where did that come from? Because that's a that's a big oh, accusation from the from the, the D'Antonio years. Ah, I, I like Mark D'Antonio. Okay. And now so that stuff came it. out. Like, Here's what I'll say. I All right. respect So, Aaron, let me, Aaron, let me say something. Football. I'm going to say this, and let's see if you can agree to this. If I'm going to okay. sit here and you're going to attach that stuff to my program, then why can't I attach real-time cheating to yours? I don't attach that to your program. But, like, you that would did. be the – like, that's what you guys do, though. But Every time – it's not did. about Blake Corm as a good human – it's not about well, like uh, you know. I'll tell you what. When, when Blake injury, when Blake addresses the LLC, touchdown. when Blake right. addresses the LLC, um, may, maybe I'll feel that way. Like I, it's very simple to me. These players are all good football players on surface, right. and some of them might be great kids, yeah. but some of them have said some pretty dumb things, and they were the benefactors of widespread egregious cheating. I don't have to do anything you want me to do, Aaron. And here's the thing, Aaron, even when I was starting to believe, okay, you know what? Maybe the players did not know. Maybe the coaches shielded them from that. Your own quarterback comes Uh out and says, oh, we've known about this. And we've known about this going back to 2019. And whoa, I thought you didn't know. So I gave your players the benefit of the doubt and said, I understand maybe the parents kept that away from the kids. And Correct. said, nope, don't let the players know how we got this information. We'll just look like geniuses. Aaron, the problem is you are the byproduct of 2024 news cycle. You want what other shows will give you. Tell me I'm pretty. But I yeah. shoot you straight. No, when no, I no. think your team's going to win, I pick you. And, I think you're winning tonight. But I don't just, have to like you. No, and that's what just on earth? Mike has done stuff on Cash a Ticket. I've got I gave you two different perspectives on the five star zone where I got somebody from Washington, and then I got uh, Howard Griffith, and we sat there and we broke it down, broke down the game. We're not doing it on the air, but yeah. if you want that, you get a lot of content that you can sit and listen to for hours.
Yeah, go listen to a college football pod that's going to nerd out. Okay, this is a business. And in fact, it's the highest rated one in the country. So, yeah, I dude, I got a business to run. But, yeah. Oh, well, John broke it. That's great. Go blue. I don't know yeah, what to tell I, you. Yeah, I, but you don't they sit here. They can do what they do, and I do what I do. Right, but I can't sit here and pat Nino Brown on the back because he's giving away turkeys on Thanksgiving. He still took over the car. No, I still would love the answer to the LLC. Either Connor Stallions falsified Blake Quorum's name, which is a felony, and it's disgusting behavior, mm-hmm. or Blake was in business with a coach. And now, which is it? I was willing to say, you know what? I think Blake got used. I think Blake did cool. know. So just show me what happened. And then Blake's like, I right, give him my lawyer and we'll get back with you. We're still waiting. So again, you called in, you're upset. Well, you don't like what I like. I don't have to. But Mike's picks you. So I don't know what else you want him to do. I bet on Pick him to win the smile. Big Ten at the no, start no, no. of the year. I picked him to beat Ohio State. I picked him to beat Bama. No. I, I don't know what you want from me now. To, to stand next to John and lead that pep rally. He needs that type of enthusiasm. Can't do it. Not reluctant. Yeah, you're going to win. Can't do it. He needs you to be like, you're going to win. And not only that, you're the best team ever. Listen, this is Giants-Eagles for me. I don't like the Eagles. I don't like City of Philadelphia. I don't like the people. Don't like the uniforms. Don't like Nick Sirianni's face. I don't like anything to do with them. But they're the kings of the NFC East over the last 15 years. And they have Super Bowls. And they're a really good franchise. But I don't have to like you. Now, you may win tonight. I don't have to like you. I don't have to respect you. And the minute you got involved with the cheating, I don't have to validate it. I told you the rules the minute this story came out. And that's where I think it's going to get lost in the wash. You can't sit here and say Michigan versus everybody and get mad when everybody doesn't acknowledge you. Or, Or call up a radio station and say he wants to hear about football and then talk about everything but football. Right. Like you, you cannot do that. If, if you've isolated yourself on that island, you've said it doesn't matter what people think. Right. So why do you get angry what people think? David, because I have... you're not going to get the respect. You're not going to get the validation from anybody. If you win tonight, you are the Houston Astros. That's what you become. And, and again, I laid the ground rules out in late October when this all broke, when the dam really broke. And I went, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk football. Just understand what this is going to mean. Did you see the piece in The Athletic this weekend? I sure did. Okay. They talked to more coaches. You want to see those quotes? This isn't a me and Rico thing. No one. The only people that respect you or are telling you how good you are, how innocent you are, are in the cult. Or their network has told them you're not allowed to discuss this, which is factual. So the point I'm making is enjoy it. I talked to a friend of mine who was going to the game. Take the picture. Get it framed. Have your moment with your dad, your son. Do whatever you want to do. But what you don't get to do is is seek validation. And that's what fans want. Make no mistake. Fans who tune into a pregame show want to be told the people on TV are picking my team to win or they get upset. Because here's the thing. If you got angry in 97 when people said, well, you shared that national title. Or Woodson took money from an agent. You're going to be really upset if you win tonight. Didn't he get like a fur coat or something? Wasn't that the story? You got a fur and like 10 grand. You remember before the Rose Bowl? They were playing Wazoo. Wasn't that the deal that came out? I think it was something like that. I wasn't even in college yet. I was working at a grocery store. (laughs) But 
but I still knew what was going on because I still liked MSU, and Lord knows they were terrible. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven. Yeah, because yeah, because because yeah, I remember I th- I thought it was a joke until it was true. Like Marcus Ray was saying that they were at Snoop Dogg's house the night before. Oh, by the way, until Snoop Dogg actually told the story and was like, "Yeah, they had some Michigan guys at my house." And just so you understand, ESPN's doing nonstop coverage right now of Michigan UW. The biggest storylines are: Is this Harbaugh's last game, and where is he going? And they brought Adam Schefter in, and they've got Pete Thamel on talking about should Jim Harbaugh's discipline follow him to the league but that's sparty tv right no guys no one likes you only you do so circle the wagons and go enjoy it are you ready for the blitz yeah yeah we'll do it next i'm down all right national championship game tonight rico has a blitz i think michigan wins rico says not so fast my friend David, I don't know what type of music we have. Do we have a little purple rain? Some Prince nonsense, perhaps? No, just regular football. Something. Oh! Woo! Let's talk about it. Rico Beard. All right, Michael. Yes. David, reasons why the Washington Huskies will be crowned national champions tonight. Reason number one. Michigan didn't show up. No. Okay. Just saw the update. Running back. Dylan Johnson for Washington is expected to play. He's one of the 25 best running backs in the country. And they're facing a front seven that no one in the Pac-12 has. What does it matter? You can have Barry Sanders back there. How are they going to move that Michigan front? Okay. I'm asking. No, no. Point, counterpoint. David, you want to say something? No, I agree with him. I just, the defensive line for Michigan, I don't see it. I secede my time to the senator from Michigan. Here's your counterpoint. Mm. Because now it's Michigan. You played against Jalen Milrow in that bad Alabama line. Hold on. Now, you have to pick your poison on defense. They were able to blitz Alabama because they could. If you bring the heat for Washington, now you're going to get it's the secondary is going to get one on one coverage. Washington in the first half of games, you know. The percentage of them throwing the ball in the first half of the games is? No, go ahead. 67%, which means they jump ahead of you early. And in the second half, do you know what the percentage of passing the ball is? Tell us, Rico. Well, I was trying to build up, Mike, but I see you don't want to play my game. It's 50-50. But if they don't get the lead early in the game against Michigan, which I don't think they can, it won't matter. Let me just suggest one thing. Okay. What Rico's saying on surface is all true. The problem is nobody gets a lead on Michigan, not a more than one score lead. Okay. How is Washington going to slow down Michigan and equalize T.O.P.? Interesting that you said that, Mike, because I've seen an example of how Washington slowed down a team with a quarterback and with a top running back mm-hmm. and even some good wide receivers. And they not only did it once, they did it twice. It's the University of Oregon. That's a point for Rico. No, it, it is. I believe Oregon to this day is still one of the four or five best teams in the country. UW beat them twice. All right. That's a point for Rico. I can't argue that. And with that Oregon game, for the last three of the last four games, and including tonight's game, Washington has been the underdog. They were the underdog against Washington State. No, they were the underdog against Oregon State. They were the underdog against Oregon. And they were underdogs against Texas. They won all of those games. 
They're used to the, the chip on the shoulder. They're used to the disrespect. They're used to all. Oregon was a nine and a half point favorite in the Pac-12 championship. Didn't mean anything. So they're used to the disrespect and nobody thinks that they're going to win. David, from an attitude standpoint, I still give Michigan the edge because they're playing the role of the aggrieved. And they are as dialed in as any team in America. Now, Washington, you're right, chip on the shoulder, but nothing compares to what we've seen coming out of Ann Arbor. These these young men are convinced they've been done wrong. And they are focused on... Even though... Yes. <laughs> they have done something wrong. Right. It's an interesting dilemma, isn't it? Now, thanks to the bowl game, this number has now changed. Michigan's defense... Please don't get me wrong. That's a great defense they have. That front seven, phenomenal. They get the job done. But you have to wonder about the numbers because everybody talks about, well, look at the Washington defense. They're ranked 90th. Thanks to the bowl game, this has changed. Michigan, you know how many top 50 offenses they faced this year? Michigan? Yeah. Um, Two? It's now three. Thanks to the bowl game. Okay. Penn State entered the chat. So Penn State... UNLV and Alabama. That's it. One Big Ten school in the top 50. So, you know how many Alabamas? I mean, how many Washingtons face this year? And maybe this is why their defense doesn't look as good. Seven? Eight. All right. So, let me let me say this. If you wanted to build a case, I will just tell you, the only way I think UW wins is an absolute shootout, like a TCU-style game. Because here is something factually, David, I can't argue. Who is the best quarterback Michigan has seen? Milrow. He can't throw a forward that's, pass. But that's what I'm saying. Right. Milrow will take deep shots, but he has no processing ability, short to intermediate, no accuracy. Drew Aller stinks. McCord was so good, he opted for Syracuse. Is it baby Tua? Mm-hmm. Talia, is that the best QB you really face? Maybe. So Rico has a point in that now you are going to get allegedly the best of the best. But but and, but on the other side of that. But I still think trying to beat a team one-dimensional, you're never getting anywhere against Michigan doing that. See, and that's the thing. But on, the, on, on the other side, Washington hasn't faced a NFL scheme type defense. That's what Michigan's defense is. They are running yeah. an NFL type defense. Okay, Phoenix hasn't now, seen that. Now David brings up a point. I agree with him. I think from a coordinator standpoint, Sharon Moore and Jesse Minter are elite. Mm -hmm. I think Grubb is elite, but it's Kalen DeBoer's offense. I still believe Michigan's biggest advantage in the post-cheating era is they have legitimate. I mean, Sharon Moore's a head coach. He's probably your next head coach. And Jesse Minter is going to be a DC in the NFL before long, i.e. whenever Mike McDonald gets a head coaching job. No, truthfully, David, I mean that. Speaking of quarterbacks, you talk about them. Michigan faced Jalen Milrow, best quarterback. Oregon, uh, you got the Arizona quarterback. Uh, his name, come on now, it's Fafita. Fafita. Caleb Williams, number one pick in the draft. Yeah. Cam Bo Ward. Yeah. Bo Nix. Oh, wait, Bo Nix again. They've seen quarterbacks. So, hey, what about Sam Levitt? And for everybody saying, well, you know, Blake Corm in the running game, I give you once again Bucky Irvins of Oregon, who I think is a better running back. They contained them. They kept them from scoring. They were able to run between the 20s, and then after that, it stopped. 
Want a couple more? Yeah, I, I'm okay. here for all of it. Okay. It's point counterpoint. Okay. This is great. You're looking at the best offensive line in football this year. Oh, the Joe Moore Award winner. Yes. Is this where you tell us how many sacks they've given up? Well, you want to give it to them? 11. Thank you. And then on top of that, if you're Michigan, you pick your point. If you bring the heat, Penix gets the ball out within three seconds. Here's what I'll tell you. If you drop your quarterback 40 times against U of M, he's getting dropped at least five times. I have to see it to believe it that that offensive line against Michigan's front and their variable alignments and coverage and blitzes, you're right in what you're saying. But Rico, if they're one-dimensional... See, Adam, once again, Dylan Johnson playing tells me I don't think they're going to be one-dimensional because that's what gets lost in the wash. David just flipped you off. David, How over to you. healthy is Dylan Johnson, though? David, he's been injured all season he long. The same, guy, the same injury he has now, same, same injury, injury he had against had. Oregon. Correct. Same okay. injury he had against Texas. Oh, by the way... The quarterbacks that they played, I forgot. Quinn yours. Texas is back. Hey, hold Add on. that to the Time list. Out. You can't hold that against me. No, I'm not. They no, won no. the Big 12 and made the playoff. No, no, no. Mike, now, I'm on. saying they played quarterbacks. They played teams that can run the ball. Where? Okay, so hold on. David, you ready? Am I allowed to ask him a question in the point counterpoint? I, I say yes. Go ahead. This is point counterpoint. Where does J.J. McCarthy rank amongst the quarterbacks you dub his face? Uh, see, I don't. That's a flag on that one because he would be the the worst quarterback. How dare you? He would be the worst quarterback. They no, faced. he wouldn't. Come on, that's he, not fair. He would not. No, be no, 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 fair. no. Okay, he, Quinn he, yours is worse. He would not be the worst quarterback. Wow. Let me. He's let me better look. than D.J.U. Okay. All right. You're gonna. Oh, I, I was thinking of the one he just Cam mentioned. Ward he is hit or miss. DJU. Cam Ward is a turnover machine. Cam Ward's hit or miss. Fair. But then again, you play for Washington State. They got homeless people at wide receiver. It's a Bo- bad Okay, Bo Nix, Cam Ward, Caleb Williams, and Quinn Ewers all ranked higher than J.J. David, your oh, thoughts. Oh, I'm not saying he's and, the worst. Uh, what's his name? But he's the worst. The Arizona. Noah Fafita. Fafita. Put they, some, as Birdman once said, put some respect on my name. Noah Fafita. And, and I ain't going to talk about it no more. And finally. <laughs> Noah Fafita. And finally, they have not one, not two, but three NFL wide receivers. And Odunze, McMillan, and Polk. McMillan didn't play at all. He got injured, I think, before the MSU game or during the MSU game. He was out for most of the season. He is now back, but Polk and Odunze, where I, I believe together were like two of the top 15 receivers. The only one that you faced that good was Marvin Harrison. Okay. Little point counterpoint. Rico making a case the game's worth watching if you want to operate a spite store. If you're a Michigan fan and you thought, hey, it's a layup, which I still I feel like you losing this game would take some effort by you. That is your national title. Point counterpoint. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.